What is going on? Another great weekend of racing all over the place. I think the only place that didn't really race this weekend was GNCC. Are they oh. off weekend? Yeah. We got Millville to talk about. Some other stuffs. All the stuffs. Millville all is pretty the, All the stuffs. Oh, yeah. That's, uh, I got to hang out at the track, stream it on the old cell phone in between races. It was a good time trying to figure out what's going on on a cell phone is always great. Uh, but the one thing that I did get to do is it was race day. So we took the grill, got to make a bunch of hamburgers and hot dogs, and I got to use the bro taco hot sauce. <laughs> <laughs> with brotacofoods.com code PTTG for 20%. It goes on everything, man. He's got enough flavors. I can't wait for the Radberry to drop. I think he said in August. So. I was trying to do imagine in my head. I saw how big that jar was that he's cooking a batch in. I was trying to think of how many bottles that's going to make. So Not I enough. knew how many to buy. Oh yeah, you gonna, yeah. you gonna try to beat me to it, dude? Is it gonna be a race? <laughs> I just don't want to run out. That's all I'm saying. If it's if it's anywhere near as good as the brap sauce, which I just had on my dinner before the show, I I don't want to risk running out of this limited edition thing in like a month. Oh yeah, just saying. don't eat as much, dude. You got to mm -hmm. go down to like one meal a day or something like that, or do like that water fasting thing that people do. Then I'd put it in my water. Does that count? I don't. I don't think that would taste very good. I think mm -hmm. Sean might be a little mad at you if you did that. He'd be like, "No hot sauce for you." He'd be like the soup Nazi from Seinfeld, bro. I just have to get him to make me some bro taco like mio drops or whatever, so I can flavor my water with it. That'd work. Yeah. We also got Sunstar sprockets and chains. Sunstar-breaking.com. Don't forget to use code PTTG30 during checkout and get 30% off your order. I did not think about how hard that would be to say live <laughs> when I made it. So I don't know. Lots of words. Yeah, it, it was easy with the fingers. It's just a couple couple keystrokes, and then you got to try to say it. And you're like, uh. But don't forget to stop by over there. You can shoot us an email, too, if you want. Just say hi or something like that. I don't care. Get your 30% off, though. Uh, PTTG30. Also, don't forget to stop over at Power, the number two, the ground.com. Uh, use the contact us and just send Jesse a bunch of weird, like, dad jokes or something like that just to keep him on his toes. He's been working too much. He needs some comic relief. Um, a little bit. Yeah. I, I miss where he used to do the, like, you do like a small donation or something like that and he has to do something stupid on the air in front of everybody. I miss that. He needs to bring that back. I, I would I definitely miss using it. So Jesse, if you're listening either right now or in the near future, whenever you get done with work, bring that back. You gotta. The, the people want it. And by the people, I mean me. So we gotta bring it back. Sometimes that's all that matters, right? Oh, yeah. Also, this podcast, the audio, the video, 
all the buttons that I get to push, and I like pushing buttons, is powered by Nova Pro Media. Nova Pro dot media for all your stops for media and marketing needs. Well, what are you doing, guy? It's not like we're trying to record a show here. You get your drum set out. <laughs> <laughs> Funny enough Jeez. that you say that. Right? That was my next that was my next gig. Dude, it's so hard to find good free help these days, man. I know, right? <laughs> Just got to put on online ads in the right spot. Apparently, Craigslist is not the way to go. Right? Oh, man. Uh, I don't know. What do we got? We got Millville, Spring Creek, whatever you want to call it. It's still, I don't know. It was. Uh, They're the same. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. not like uh, the Paula Fox Raceway, whatever weird sponsorship, awkward conflict there is. There is. They're the same. It's the same thing this time. <laughs> yeah. No, it's uh that's I was listening to the weed show and some guys were saying Millville and some guys were saying Spring Creek. So I guess it, it just kind of depends on what your preferential wording is. I like Millville. Millville's got a little bit more history to me than Spring Creek. So I'm gonna call it Millville. Millville rolls off my tongue. You can almost make it one syllable if you yeah. start it well enough. Yeah. If you got one of them fancy accents like them dudes up there, you might be able to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they they got. Uh, never mind. I'm not gonna say what I was thinking. It's probably not myself. <laughs> 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 or up there, the, the Millville, don't you know? <laughs> what? Like, yep. Yep. Oh yeah. Like that. Mm -hmm. I was born in North Dakota, man. That's uh. Not that I spent a lot of time there, but some of my family still from up there, and they talk weird to <laughs> us southern southern Midwest people. I don't know what else you would call it. It happens but, sometimes. Oh yeah, I don't know. It the track layout though. Getting back on point. Oh yeah, the tra We're here for track it. layout was a uh, was a little different. I don't like the sand whoop roller things didn't seem as prominent, but the track got the crap kicked out of it though, too, which kind of made up for it. It might, it might just be, I could probably write it off to my sh crappy memory, but I, when I watched it that day, I wasn't thinking, Oh, the sand whoops are a lot different than whatever they've been. Um, and going back and looking at it after hearing some people say, you know, that they were different. I could see it, but that day to me, it was still, I don't know. Like I, I, it was that section. It was clearly there's sand whoops, sand rollers or whatever. It was a thing. The whoop monster was there. He looked sad at some point in times. He made noise other points in times. That was clearly still a, a section to me where things happened and you got to watch Dylan Ferrandez do magical things over the rollers right still worked out for me i didn't so losing any my, nostalgia there my uh my question was is is Peta gonna fight millville to get the whoops monsters natural habitat back though <laughs> that is the question that needs to be asked because uh, maybe it, it's not the same without them you know every track has its own signature place 
and the sand whoops are kind of with the whoops monster. You can't have one without the other, you know, mm. it's like Sesame street without big bird, man. Like it just don't work. So I don't know. I'd like them to come back and that's what makes Millville Millville to me. But the track was super rough, real gnarly. So kind of made up for it, but I still missed them. The track, the track definitely looked. It had its, it had its spots, and again, I'd probably have to go back and look at more, more years um, in the past to kind of see how the track would go with the track prep. I was trying to watch it this weekend, thinking about the conversations they've been having about the track prep on all the tracks and what they've been doing on it. Yeah, and while there were some corners, you know, like some of the downhill right hand corners or downhill, uphill, bottom of the hill corners, you know, th- those definitely had their ruts in them because it's kind of hard not to end up having those rut out with the way those corners work. But watching some of the racing, it still seemed like there were plenty of opportunities for guys to go <clears throat> outside, inside, outside on some of the corners relatively yeah. easy while some still stayed rutted, but it wasn't every corner wasn't just a pick your rut and go type thing. Yeah. Cause you know, Barsha, um, I wound up talking about it. He, there was a lot of corners where he was, he was definitely using up the whole thing, you know, making yeah. people work to get around him. Except for that one time, Kenny blew his doors off. But. Yeah, he. Yeah, we'll get to that, man. <laughs> That's uh, I don't know. Other than that, I mean, we got the two fifties. Jeremy Martin came out swinging. Alex Martin Martin came out. He came I, out. Yeah, I uh, had to actually go back and check his standings to see if he even raced, but uh, that was yeah, a little he didn't, rough. Uh, didn't do too hot with that thirty nine twenty. No, no, not but at he all. He was clearly the more banged up of the two brothers going into the weekend. Yeah, but they both picked the weekends they wanted to come back. Yeah, if he was that banged up it's easier just to keep the helmet hanging for a week, you know, cause what, he still didn't get any points. So what's the difference if you race it or not, if you're not going to get points, you got one point. Ooh. Uh, Big one. I mean, yeah, yeah, I definitely, I think he probably thought he was going to get better than 20th going into it. Um, you know, if he was in a spot where it's, it's kind of like, Hey, I'm going to ride. It's my home track. If it were any yeah. other track this weekend. Yeah. No way. I think he would have just been like, ah, screw it. You know, there's no point in coming back. But it's kind of like, if there's a track I'm going to try to ride, Jeremy's coming back, I'm coming back. I'm going to sell some troll train shirts. Why not? Right. We both get hurt at the same time. We both come back at the same time. We both get hurt at the same time again. And now we're coming back around the same time. Yep. Like, uh, I don't know. Make an opportunity out of it, right? I guess, yeah. I mean, sell some shirts, dude. Get yours, but... But I will it, say, I did lose money on Jeremy Martin this weekend because I thought he was going to... What was... I think I said... Fourth or worse. It was basically off the podium. I can't remember if it was worse than fourth or fourth and worse. I... I did not believe he was going to come back and be able to get a podium overall this weekend. 
Yeah, that's surprised me a little bit too. Especially... I mean, when you have broken fingers. I don't yeah. know if they like broken fingers has always been a fear of mine that makes me extra queasy more than another person. But just every time they was like, oh, he's got broken fingers. He's got broken fingers on top of, you know, whatever it is that they argue about which bone it is in his wrist or whatever that's messed up and stuff. No, I didn't, I didn't think he had anywhere near that kind of ride in him this weekend. Yeah, I think the queasy part of broken fingers is when they break, they always look all crazy. Like, yeah, maybe they like, overplay the uh, sound in the movies. Yeah, and they're like, I don't know. All the broken fingers I've no. seen aren't straight. <laughs> you know, like there's little to no doubt that they are broken. Yeah, <laughs> you know? it's not like oh, I think it's broken. It's like, yeah, like when I you mean, break your arm and you're like, it just really hurts. I think I broke it. I better go check. Like you break a finger, you're like, shit's broke, dude. <laughs> really messed up. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, it's uh, it's broken like uh, Sexton and Webb scrubbing together. I, I don't know that that got heated right there when it happened in one of the one of the chats I was in. But we'll get to that later because it's a four fifty thing. But yeah, I'd love to hear your pin on that one. Um, yeah, two fifty. <laughs> J Mark, I didn't think he was gonna get podium overall. I had, I would have put probably fifty bucks that he wasn't gonna. Um, get an overall win with a one, one this weekend. Yeah. And not just a one, one, but a dominating one, one. That's just, that was insane. Yeah. Cause he, he would, I mean, for the most part, he kind of could have kept it, uh, fairly simple. Um, except for kind of moto one, he didn't have to win that bad. You know, jet wasn't right there pressuring him the whole time. Um, Justin Cooper was only well, finished moto two and third. So he wasn't really there. Um, he didn't do bad though. He's pretty no, he didn't fast. Do bad, but it's not like they were, you know, up each other's ass every lap of both motos. You know, yeah. So he definitely he proved it. I almost forgot to do the little clicky buttons. Clicky buttons. Oh, too close. There we go. It's again free helps hard to find these days. Good free mm. help. You can find free help everywhere. Look at us too. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> good free help. Yeah, it's uh I overall they were pretty they were pretty entertaining races. That um the pile up in the second moto was hard to watch though, especially Pierce Brown trying to catch a bike with his chest was I uh, didn't catch how bad that was the first time until they played the replay, you uh, know, of course a thousand times and then every time once you finally like are focusing on Pierce Brown. Oh yeah. Yeah, that was that was not good. I don't know if I was more frustrated with that or over the course of time, if I ended up being more frustrated with how long they spent trying to get the banner out of RJ's bike and could not. Yeah. That's one thing that I never understood is why they keep the banners in such long lengths rather than having them like perforated or something like that. Yeah. Um, but also that object- I just have a hard time believing that you, they spent 10 minutes, I think, trying to get the banner out and three yeah. adult males couldn't get a banner out of that. Like none of them got a pocket knife. I just have a hard time believing that three men either that that was way worse because it's not like he was riding for a mile with it wrapped up in there. 
you know, yeah. I don't know. I just have a hard time believing that thing was wrapped up in there that bad. They couldn't have got it out over the course of 10 minutes. I mean, I'm proud of them for trying and proud of RJ for not just like calling quits as soon as it happened. He stood there with his helmet on the entire time, but I don't know. Maybe somebody wants to volunteer getting a banner wrapped up in their tire to see if I can figure it out in 10 minutes. Let me know. I'll show up. I, I'll shut my mouth if it's a lot harder than I think it is, but I'm pretty sure it probably is. It. Well, clearly it is because three guys couldn't do it, and I don't think they had free help there. So, yeah, it's uh, I don't know it. It's hard to say with that kind of stuff. I, I don't know why we don't have a better banner system, just so that that doesn't happen. But devil's advocate on that is don't hit the banners. You know, like yep. it's not. Like, what are you gonna do? You know. Uh, we had a lot of uh, well, we had three alternates this weekend, also, which was pretty crazy. I don't know. Looks like uh, Grant Harlan, Connor Berger, and not Nate. Oh, Nasher. Yeah, because yeah, he got hit by um, the one in that moto and messed up. I don't. I haven't looked to see if get the actual bit on his shoulder but he did not look like his shoulder was doing too hot and grant i meant to ask you if you um saw anything about what happened to him because i saw that he didn't do well in the first moto and didn't come back for the second one i'd actually picked him in a fantasy thing thinking he was going to do you know be able to race his way um through this one and he just didn't yeah i had a bad weekend I, i didn't um unless he got wrapped up and like a crash or something like that i i didn't see anything uh but that also gave who is it uh kyle greason christopher prebula Preb, i don't know how to say that name prebula and james harrington a chance to uh jump in on the show and and get going uh yeah three alternates which is kind of cool and they didn't finish bad either um Finished pretty respectable. Uh, Greason finished 24th. Uh, we'll call him Christopher finished in 26th, and Harrington finished in 30. So not bad at all. Yeah, it's pretty exciting for, for an alternate to come in and get 24th. Oh, yeah, definitely. That's, you know that made his day. Yeah. But other than that, I mean, uh, who knows? Who was it? Um, oh, old Max Valhallen. He uh, he had a pretty decent ride. His first start was excellent. His second one left quite a bit to be desired. Um, but, I mean, 20 points, coming out with 20 more points than you had than you went into uh, Millville is, is not bad. So he, he rode pretty strong. He rode a wide bike and was fast so can't really yeah, he was definitely that. riding a, a wide bike that uh when he and thresher came together that was kind of it was a wide bike situation yeah i mean it was definitely a racing incident but um whatever he, he did yeah having that start um did help him out there i mean oh, you yeah. know he faded Started second, started in second, faded back to ninth, and then the second one, you know, with the twentieth to move up to thirteenth isn't bad, uh, 
either. Yeah. I mean, he was essentially tied for what ninth place with 20 points. So Mm -hmm. can't hate on that. And then uh, who's the other one? Old Joe Shimoda. He was freaking fast. Um, So started in 16th, worked his way up to eighth in the first moto, 34th in the second moto, and battled his way back up to ninth, which he he was moving. Unfortunately, passing all those people, the guys in front of you get away, you know, the, mm-hmm. the old fast five or whatever. So hey, you wear yourself out a bit. Yeah. Austin Forkner didn't have a bad night, a uh, bad second moto. Uh, his first one was the Forkner that we know of 2021 outdoors uh, mm-hmm. with a 17 17. But yeah, it was a. Uh, I don't know that I'm surprised more people did not get hurt though. in that second moto with everyone just completely jumping on each other. Um, and then, well, we had jet Lawrence land on, who was that Jalik? I think he landed on last weekend. Was that last weekend? Yeah, it was last weekend. I got too many races stacked up in my head, man. Yeah. Where he'd like rip the exhaust off or whatever. Oh, this weekend no, he went down. I was thinking, I think oh, was that last was? weekend when he jumped onto, um, Jalik there and fell over. And I think maybe he did something to his exhaust last weekend too. I don't think it was bad. This weekend was obviously where that right exhaust pipe was tweaked out yeah. and sticking out really far from where, when he went down. I don't remember who he got. In. I think it was that accident. Maybe um, I was. Uh, maybe I'm just putting too many jet lawrence wrecks together um because he usually doesn't wreck man so it's uh he's actually been keeping it up this season that's um i would have probably put money on him having a higher number of accidents this far into the season oh yeah and that's uh speaking of that wreck man i hope pierce brown's all right that i mean it's not every day he i i think I think they used the words cut his knee or maybe sliced his knee, but I think they, they, they said it wasn't as bad as it oh, sounded. Okay. Uh, it looked I mean, like it's, it was it's rough, but I don't like, I don't think he, you know, cut his knee in half. Um, yeah, but he definitely was not doing too hot. Let's see if that makes it a little easier. I, I can't see these on my phone. So um, I'm doing this, but oh, yeah, I, did, I mean, Oh, go Grant ahead. Harlan. Um, Grant Harlan didn't race the second one because his uh, motor gave up. They had to do a bike swap or an engine swap in between the first and second practice session. Um, and then the motor gave out in the first moto. And then he just he didn't have anything to use for the second one. Uh, that makes sense, I guess. Um, Can't argue but- with that. Pierce Browse is apparently planning on racing the next uh, six motos, so I guess his knee's not that bad. I guess it's more of just a cut. Oh, nice. It looked a lot worse, man, watching him flopping around on the ground and then mm-hmm. bikes almost landing on him. And then to me, it looked like he caught that bike with his chest. It, like, yeah. Either the fender front wheel like, or the handlebar. Like It just looked horrible from the camera angle. And then uh, yeah, I was a little little nervous for him on that one. Uh, what was it? Yeah, Jed just took him like right in his right leg. 
just hit him right there in the knee. Oh, Ooh. yeah. Yeah. That's knee uh, injuries and finger injuries, man. I'm out. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <What's> it? <laughs> You'd be all right. <laughs> uh, Let's see the so We got uh, the points. Oh, yeah. So we do. I'm just looking through my notes to see. Um, just in general, I thought one of the cool things about this weekend was I remember last year, this was one of the races where I really remember J Mart on the red Honda chasing Dylan Frandis on the blue Yamaha. And mm-hmm. it was kind of exciting to see, you know, J Mart on the Yamaha up there this year. But I was really hoping that it, it could have, it would have been kind of funny to see J Mart on the Yamaha. And one of the Hondas right behind him. Um, oh, yeah. When he was up there in the front, that just it would have been a kind of a cool role reversal. Um, just because you know, he was they this don't is tag a, each other. Yeah. Yeah. And that's sure. the one where Ferrandez rolled him up in the bottom of the hill. I think maybe. I can't remember. Um, and then actually, when you're talking about Volan, too, I forgot. I was thinking about him and Thrasher, but it Volan actually was doing, he was riding a, a wide bike for a while because he had. He had Hunter behind him, and Jet was behind Hunter, and he was doing a really good job of keeping them both behind him for quite a while. And then Hunter was trying to get around him, and they got into a corner where Jet was able to take advantage of it and got around both of them. Yeah. And then Hunter still couldn't get around Volan because Volan was just riding the you know the wide track or taking the fast line through some of the kind of switchback corners there. Um, yeah. And it was really exciting to see him do that uh, this weekend. But then, yeah, I think that was... Yeah, Jacob just didn't even have it in the second moto. Um, like in the sand in the sand whoops or the sand rollers this weekend, there was times when Moseman was... I think one time Moseman came up behind him and Moseman was, you know, kind of doing a more uh, long-legged Dylan Franz type move through him. And Jay Coop was just doubling through him in the second moto. He just didn't didn't have the energy, or oh yeah, didn't want to try it harder. I don't know. I mean, he came out with the red plate. He you know with the points uh, over. Oh, he, he was pushing. Yeah. He was definitely trying to go like leave absolutely nothing out there. Yeah, but that's uh, I was just glancing at this uh, the season statistics. If Joe Shimoda could ever figure out his starts and not come across the line in 14th position almost every mm-hmm. race, dude, he'd be he'd be right up there with those guys. I think he'd probably. I mean, there's no reason why he shouldn't be in front of Hampshire and Martin with the seasons that they've had uh, with injuries and and breakages and DNFs and DNSs and all that. Like it's it's it all comes down to that start and a fourteen point two and sixth place in points that tells me that uh you should probably work on the starts, buddy. Oh yeah, yeah. The starts are killing a lot of them. Um, oh yeah. You know, with with this being uh, twelve motos in now, um, you know we're we're past kind of one or two really bad ones like ruining it for you but even then you know when you're looking at that hunter's hunter's average start being an 11 it's kind of amazing that he's in third place in the championship with but he's you know he's got a little bit more time on the bike than than joe does but i still remember 
Um, one of the first rounds, Joe was pretty adamant about or straightforward about just saying, yeah, it sucked at starts. Um, and doesn't mean he doesn't need to get better at it, but I think, you know, at least he knows that he sucks at starts. And that's what he needs to work on. Oh yeah. Well, plus hunters, uh, one, one definitely helped him out a little bit as far as getting up there in the top three, Mm -hmm. um, where Shimoda has, I mean, zero, zero, you know, zero moto wins, zero overalls. Uh, that's definitely going to hurt. He's still hanging in there though. Um, you got RJ Hampshire, who's usually a pretty good starter. Who's got a couple DNFs. I mean, that's, he's closing in on him pretty quick. Uh, Justin Cooper and, and jet. I have a feeling are be battling back and forth. Um, hopefully it goes, I want to see, I want to see it go down to the, not necessarily the last moto, but the last weekend. I I'd like to see that. Hopefully Hunter can stay pretty close. He's got to figure out them starts as well though. Um, Jeremy Martin, uh, usually bad starts, but he's strong in the later half of, of the motos. So I can see where that, that happens. Plus he's been racing two fifties forever. Yeah. He's got quite a few years on the rest of the field. I think he was like considered a veteran two fifty rider when like Cooper, Oh no! Like I think he raced two fifties with like Tomac and Roxon in them. Yeah, he's he's older than Roxon, I think, or is as or is as old as Roxon. Yeah, that's crazy to me. Eight years old. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, I think the next I closest guy other than his brother is uh, is Hunter, as far as age. Maybe Justin Cooper. I was gonna say I thought it was well, Colt Nichols and Cooper have been. They've both been in 250s for quite a while, too. Code Nichols. Why is this so hard to find? Because there was Jeremy Martin, Alex Martin, and I. it was one of the Cooper. I think it was Cooper or Nichols. Oh, yeah. It was one of the other top guys. They've all Nichols been is in. 27. I forget he's that old. Yeah, they've been in 250s for a long time. A long time compared to what you're used to with everybody else. I mean, if they're still staying within the rules, whatever, do what you got to do, you know. But oh, just Cooper's 24. I was thinking he might be 21. He just does not seem look like a 24 year old. Nah, but Mm. I don't know. How about them four fifties though, dude? Four fifties. Yeah, I think that's about it for the 250s. 450s, though. Where do you want to start? I don't know. I don't know. Let's see. There was a lot to talk about, man. So, so yeah. So, A, the most recent thing I had in my memory was, you know, you're talking about um, Pierce's crash looking kind of crazy. Like, he might not be able to come back from it. Kenny, dude. I mean, granted, he didn't look destroyed when he finally climbed onto the mule, but watching that accident, that was not that was not comfortable. He got destroyed. Um, so what messed me up, which 
our buddy Skyra kind of brought it up. And then I was like, well, maybe there was a bike issue and we just didn't know about it. And then I started digging a little deeper. And it was just like the way he got up, he looked like somebody ripped his leg off. And then he just kind of got on the mule and didn't want to finish. But I feel like if it was anybody else, they would have tried to finish. I mean, Chase Sexton had to have gone a good like six feet in the air off of that just from getting high sided. And he still got up and finished in seventh spot. There's no reason why Kenny couldn't have pushed forward. I think that that I could see. Maybe by the time. I, th- I think he definitely had a good point. I was thinking about that today because I think you said something too that, or you did, somebody said something about, you know, there must have been maybe something wrong with the bike too. Cause I imagine something got busted up with the bike there. But even yeah. then, you know, if the bike's not perfect, if you're knocked out of breath for that long, and, you know, say maybe two minutes has passed before you're like, even thinking about getting back up on the bike, just from like even a quick kind of like knocking your knocking your ear out or something. I mean, it definitely would have been a hard call. But if I'm if I'm last, they've already done one full lap before I even think I'm okay to ride the bike. If the bike so even can start or is okay to ride, I don't know if it's worth me risking it to try to get up to twentieth for one or two points. Like, yeah, I mean, one or two points, it could come down to it in the championship. You need those. But the risk to get one or two points, you know, if it would have been a half a lap or two corners or something, and he was right there. But if it would have been a whole two minutes or something, um, which I think it – I think it was, wasn't it? He was down long enough For them to have, like, if he would have been down a little bit longer, I think it would have been a red flag for by the time they came back around for a lap. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It seemed like it was a lot longer than what it was, probably, because it's TV and they weren't really following anything else from what I saw. They were just kind of watching Roxon. Mm-hmm. But it's, uh, I don't know. I Maybe it's just me, but... If I'm fighting for a championship, I'll do whatever I have to do. You know what I mean? Especially this late in the season, for one. He's doing real well. He's doing better than anybody else thought he probably would do in outdoors. You know? But it, like, it, just jump on that hype train, bro. Like, be your own conductor. You know? <laughs> like, get yeah. out there. Even if you're just rolling around. We saw a guy last year... Uh, do a whole moto on a flat tire because he didn't want to quit because he was, there was a possibility he could win the championship. You know what I mean? Like if you got the wind knocked out of you, you got the wind knocked out of you, kid. We all do. You know, it's a, it sucks to wreck, you know, that's why you try not to do it as much as you can. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I, I, it was a definitely a, a, a critical moment for me to be critical you know what i mean like i don't i don't know and the way he was hobbling it was like he ripped his leg off and i you can't really see what happened to him so nobody really knows except for him and i doubt sexton remembers what happens or what happened you know yeah so it's i don't know i i just it it felt like the kenny of old man where he just lacked himself for 
too long. You know what I mean? Where it, by the time he figured out, hey, I'm all right. Like, I'm not all busted up like I have been in the past. It was too late, dude. You already quit the race, you know? Like, it probably would have been better to at least get through the, like, make it to the finish line and then pull off. Because at least then it's just a DNF and not a DNS. Looks mm-hmm. a little better on paper to me, you know, <laughs> but it's uh, I don't know. Even if you complete one lap, though, what's the worst that you'll get? You'll get fortieth, but you'll still, it won't, like it'll still count as a moto, you know. Now you're mm-hmm. just no motos, you know, and the bike looked like it was all right from what I could see. I that is see one thing it. I did not get to look at. I did not look at the bike to even to see that. I was just automatically went assumed that he was probably just, you know, w- a little bit worse than knock the wind out of him type thing. And then yeah. I was thinking well, that, that's, you know, by the time you're one lap down, that's kind of hard to come back from. Well, that's like when he jumped up or got lifted up or whatever, when he stood up, it looked like he destroyed his knee or something the way he was hobbling around. So mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, okay. And then when they did the little, uh, like the update on him where they're like, Oh, he has no injuries. He just, he, you know, he was just a little banged up, a little nervous type of deal. I was like, come on guy. <laughs> well, I was kind of pissed about that in the broadcast. I, not like any fault of Weege or Grant or anybody, but the whole time I was thinking about it, you know, they, I remember Weege finally said something. He's like, Oh yeah. And I got a report about, you know, Kenny's okay. We're pretty sure he's coming back. How, how do they not, you know, how are they not beating down the door of the Honda rig for like, no, nah, we need it. We need an update on the, you know, the guy who's second in the championship right now to give to everybody watching about whether or not he's coming back for the second moto. You know, I was, yeah. I thought that was kind of the, the best they got was a, Oh, I got a, a quick update. I think he's okay. He might come back for the second moto. I mean, yeah, you know, they could have had something there after the, after the moto or after the 251 where they're a little bit more kind of straightforward about with some real information about him. I thought that was, I don't know, but the, you know, there's a whole lot you could get into going down that rabbit hole, but well, then they kind of blew him out information. They kind of blew out any chance of an excuse he kind of had to like, they were like, Oh yeah, he's fine. He's just kind of being a puss, which is, what I took from it, you know, but yeah, it's uh, I the the only thing I thought of because you couldn't really see anything was maybe he he popped a radiator or something when Sexton decided to use him as a as a jump, but that's I've, yeah, there's I there's a know. lot of little things that could have happened on the bikes. You know, we talked about it in Atlanta. You know, when he went down and you know we gave him kind of credit that just even as levers being off or handlebar being tweaked a little a little bit could just cause a big enough difference in the whoops. If, oh yeah. You know, all things else being equal and that, you know, for him to get hit by three bikes like that, there's a pretty good chance that something multiple small things could have been messed up on that bike. Yeah. Um, that made it hard for him to come back. That's super cross whoops. We probably to won't know. Millville though is kind of a weird comparison. Well, I was just saying, like, that kind of difference, you know, if, like, that was yeah. one thing. We're talking about bars getting bent, affecting whoop speed. 
here yeah. a bike getting run over by four bikes probably a better chance of like multiple things getting broken on the bike like you said maybe radiator hose a rear brake line or yeah you know, no like i, get I definitely it. would have no, loved to have seen him like hop up on the bike and be like fuck this guys i got it you know yeah. that would have been a a woohoo moment right there because that could have just made that whole moto even more exciting yeah. than it already was to see kenny you know plowing through the pack or at knock least over a ray make it back to the mechanics area and let your mechanic hit it with a hammer once or twice and be like, Oh fuck. I don't know what I'm going to do. Yeah, right. You know they what just, I mean? <laughs> they have been like, ah, we tried. I did a thing with the mallet and it was like, it didn't make a noise. So we got to go back to the truck. Yeah. Guys. Yeah. I mean, it, dude, that it's stupid, but that happened to me this weekend. Like my starting switch shorted out and we had the front off checking all the wires, disconnecting stuff, checking relays, batteries, everything. Get mad, hit the handlebars, and the fucker starts. We're like, <laughs> all right, let's put it all back together. Yeah. So it was stupid. And then I'm sitting there trying to put all my gear back on. My brother's trying to get it to where it just enough connection and then tape it all back so that it didn't move while i'm riding but it's it's just stupid stuff like that man like i don't know it's you feel better about yourself too knowing that something stupid happened but you still were able to finish the race yeah you know and i i feel like kenny is somebody that is definitely he needs that mental game man and i know he came back in the second one and won it but I mean, I can't imagine when he gets home or got home this week that that's not like he's not thinking about that. You know, mm -hmm. like, could I have at least went out and tried to salvage at least one point? Because you're telling me a sore Kenny is not faster than the 20th place guy. Like, are you trying to tell me that? Because I don't believe it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, that's what you're saying. You know, like, it could have been a whole number of things and yeah i don't know i just i'm putting my faith in that like i hope that he's got that drive that you're talking about to where like if everything was okay you know or the bike was in a position to do that he would have said screw it i've got this i can i can ride through it you know it's worth risking it to potentially only get five points or something to where it turned a a, a 13 point loss into an eight point loss or something you know like yeah. that that i i hope I believe he's got that in him and that there must have been something else that we just couldn't see by, you know, what they decided to show us on the camera. I but hope. he didn't even check his bike, dude. Like, he didn't even make an attempt to see if it ran. He well, just that's got, the, that's the, got on the mule. Well, that's <laughs> the know? piece we didn't see, right? That was the rest <laughs> of the two minutes when they were following the rest of the guys around the track that we didn't get to see. Yeah, he just hopped up, checked the bike. Oh shit, it's broke. I'm gonna lay back down and let him pick me back up when the camera gets <laughs> on me. You just lay back down. Just yeah, talk about playing possum. Yeah, oh, I, I don't. Man. I don't think that happened. <laughs> but it's uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. And that's who else was there? Was some of the other guys got kind of caught up in in craziness, like uh, Ferrandis and Plessinger, man. I think they both fell twice. I, I mean, shit, AP went from 33rd to 9th. Ferrandez, 24th to 3rd or 5th, you know. Yeah, like, AP said he had a bad start. And then did you hear him say in the, in one of his interviews, he said he just chugged a bunch of coffee before the second moto and all of a sudden was feeling a thousand times better? 
I mean, whatever works, man. It's cool, I, I'm surprised that I'm surprised that you know I don't know how strong that coffee was, but he must have not been feeling it for to risk caffeine for a 30 minute moto. That sounds I, that just sounds like a bad yeah. way to kill your heart rate in the first 10 minutes and then well, suffer the rest of the time. I know a lot of guys that'll do uh, like take pre workout before uh, either like an endurance race or even a, a long moto not 30 minutes, but like a 20 minute moto, they'll take yeah. pre-workout man. And it's the weird part is, is like, they're so acclimated and they're running on so much endorphins that like the pre-workout or maybe even the coffee just helps just stimulate the mind enough to get you hyper-focused. And then it usually, it, like, carry the rest of it. yeah, like usually at this level, man, like, yeah, he was, might've been jittery or whatever all the way up until that 32nd card popped up. And then that, he was probably in the zone, man, like just yeah. ready to go, you know, makes sense. And I do have a lot more adrenaline dealing with it. I was thinking through more of, you know, like when I'm out for two hours or something, if you're going to, you don't take caffeine before and, yeah. you know, especially anything longer than 30 minutes, you really got to think about the caffeine and how much caffeine you're taking, you know, in one cup, one cup, one or two cups of coffee is a lot different than an energy drink even. Um, yeah. And so it's definitely a little different, but I was just, that's not, just not what I expected for him to be like, oh yeah, I just chugged a bunch of coffee and felt a thousand times better. That was kind of surprising. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. But I mean, it, it, I don't know. It affects everybody differently man you know mm -hmm. like we don't know how much caffeine he takes before he trains or during the week or or oh, anything yeah, like that so per person thing for sure oh yeah for sure but yeah he was not in his interviews he was not happy with how he was doing this weekend at least it, at least his motor held up this time uh, yeah that. But yeah, yeah ac was uh ac went down with 10 minutes left to go in the first moto when he was trying to catch Barsha. Um, and he was right up there. He gave up like six positions right away. And then he had to pull into the mechanics area, try to get everything straightened out. And where did he even end up finishing? In the That's what I was moto? just looking. Uh, 34th. And he didn't start the second. He's way down at the bottom. I got it up on the screen. 41st overall. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yes, yeah, I wasn't paying attention to him in the second moto. I already forgot about that. But, yeah, then I guess, you know, that's part of the whole his whole conversation, too, is is he going to go ahead and just kind of call it quits anytime soon and get started on that surgery and come back for, uh, come back for Supercross? Because he's probably not going to be in podium championship contention. Yeah, I mean... To be honest, he he probably should consider it. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's already ninth in points right now. Yeah, I don't. Unless think he's got gonna... a really crazy top ten championship points bonus, which I doubt he was. That was his, what his contract was centered around. Um, yeah, I don't I, see that I, being a thing for him. I would imagine him, the manager, the owner Kawasaki. They're all like. Eh, we'd rather have you good for Supercross now to make a good push for it. If you're having weirdness with your elbow, it's kind of it's really getting down to a now or never, so that he has enough time to uh, recover properly. 
you know, mm-hmm. not rush it. So that's I. I would like to see him probably start looking towards the future a little bit more. Yeah, I mean, I definitely I, wouldn't give him give him shit for doing it. No, you know, it's just sad that we couldn't get to see him be uh, his full potential this season. Like we wanted to, but I'd rather see him call it quits early so that he's at his closest to full potential for next year. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel. Like I'd rather he he's young and he's fast, so I think he could do good things in Supercross and Moto. Man, he's mm-hmm. good at both. He's he's not the best at either, but he's really good at both. And so I think if he can get his elbow nerve dealio figured out, it it might be the AC that we all know and love, you know, mm-hmm. and you can kind of tell by his vlogs that like it, it weighs on him. You know what I mean? Like he knows he's better than what he's been doing and yeah. he knows what the issue is. So he's talked about it a lot. Why not fix the issue, man? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's, I, I can't see anybody, I can't see anybody judging him for it except for people that are just dicks. You know what I mean? Yeah. They just don't just don't like AC is really the only, the only reason that I see it. Don't even like themselves. Yeah. But But anyways, on to the next though. I will say (laughs) Nemoto one, I made, I made a note of it and I'm glad I made notes. Um, to look at because I would have forgotten about it. Eli, dude, he what, did, what was he credited with the start? What does it say right there? He was credited with a 14th start in Moto One, yeah, f- 14 to three and so, nine to four. So, check this Justin Barsha, as you see up there, got the whole shot right. His lap times, his first laps were 211.9, 211.8. Really fast. Rest of the time, he was doing two twelves. Slowly dipped into two thirteens. Back down to two twelve for a while. Pretty much stayed two twelves the whole race, except for his last one, where he and Frandis were battling really hard. He dropped yeah. down to two ten point eight. Then, when he and Frandis were just hauling ass, like when he almost just murdered himself flying off the top of Mount Martin, right? Yeah, Eli. In, and I apologize for anybody that's watching that was maybe would like to see a little more visual representation of this, but I didn't have time today. Um, Eli, by the time he got around into lap number five. You can do a screen share if you have them. Ah, there is too much to look at. All right. Lap number five, 210.7. Lap number six, 210 flat, basically. And then lap number seven, another two ten point six, and then he does. A, then he runs into some something happened. Did a two twelve, lap nine, two ten, two ten, lap, and then he doesn't touch two twelves after lap four, with the exception of lap eight, and that's when he's running into lappers. And even then, he's lapped. He was hauling ass on the first moto. If he would have gotten a better start, probably because he probably got hung up and Kenny gotten run out, getting run over. That would have, he might have, this was the, the Eli, like first moto kind of stuff that we haven't been watching. I think he's had one decent first moto where he actually had some speed, but with a bad start. But this one, man, he was, he was on fire. He was insane. 
Yeah, that's... It's going to be interesting if those two end up on the same team next year. Because they might be the most fun to watch this year. Yeah, a lot like, yeah, a lot like um, watching AP and Mookie battle during Supercross back and forth, like their teammates. You know that they probably shouldn't because if something happens, they both get taken out. But to Mm -hmm. watch them go back and forth was great racing. You know, I mean, they had some battles, and so far in the outdoors. It seems like Tomac and Ferrandez, they don't like each other to be in front of them. It, like once they kind of catch wind that one or the other is around them, you just both start seeing them push hard. So mm-hmm. it, I mean, maybe if they take it to the practice track, man, we'll see some, some crazy races next year. If that contract happens, I wouldn't mind yeah. seeing Tomac on a blue bike, blue crew, but different to or nice to see something different yeah but it was just insane to see him you know because this weekend i was really excited to see the 450s go first and to see if maybe the 450s getting a super clear track really provided something totally different for the first moto for them um yeah which it looked like it could have been i wasn't expecting eli to like a fresh track though um i was expecting you know for him being a moto 2 guy recently so it was like maybe he's more of a beat up track guy, and that's just going to be the thing. But that was not the case this weekend, uh, at least for Moto One. And then even then, you know, Barsha, Barsha got the whole shot, and he just stayed consistent, held it. Dylan, what is it? Dylan had a yeah fifth place start, so he had some work to do to catch up to him. But he caught up to him, and man, they were doing it. They had some really good shots of them going up the mountain, where Dylan yeah. was doing a couple different lines from that kind of triple and then the single into the kind of the little rollers there, you know, where, um, and he was trying a couple different things behind Barsha on those last few laps when he was really close to him. And then finally, I think it was the last full lap. He finally did the same line that Barsha was doing. He might've tried it the lap before and it was clearly faster. And just watching him go up that hill, was so sick on the rear wheel. And the same thing with Barsha in the second motor. They had a really good shot where I remember pants got a little tight just watching. <laughs> I mean, you know how like you know how steep that you know how steep that hill is. If you could oh. tell on the podcast that hill is ridiculously steep. And when those guys are on just the rear wheel going up that hill, their bike is past forty five degrees. It's oh yeah. It's up there. The fact that they're hanging on is insane. Yeah, yeah, they're hanging onto the bikes and that the bikes are, you know, getting traction and still going up over that. It's it's nuts um, for how fast they were going. But it was exciting to seeing Dylan try the different lines, trying to catch Barsha through there. Because, you know, Barsha was still at the top of the at the top there. They take around that left-hand corner. You could see it. I shared that uh, Instagram posted uh, Discord earlier today where I think Anton or somebody was up there taking shots of all the guys the way they were leaving there and most of them were on the inside but it was a really good shot that you could see how far off to the side Barsha was going to just just carry and shoot down off that hill every single time it was oh uh, yeah that was that whole hill was exciting to watch those guys and then so many good passes coming down it too yeah that's I don't know then what was another 
fairly notable was uh well we we spoke about it a little bit earlier old cooper and sexton man both scrubbing opposite ways at the same time like oh man i don't I, those are the kind of things that you talk about and like will happen in a video game but yeah. they don't happen like they don't happen in real life man where you know? where are you at on that one are you i i wrote it off as a dumb racing incident on both their parts like i don't to me those guys were side by side for just long enough going into that yeah. To realize that, like, hey, we are close enough that just out of, like, it should be a rule in your head. If you're within uh, arm's width of another guy going up a jump, do not whip in their direction. You just don't do it. That just seems like it's a thing that should be ingrained in their head for, like, worst yeah. case scenario, if they would have both, um, if they both would have whipped to the right. You know, so like Sexton's still lip whipping towards Coop, but Coop's head towards him. You know, that could have been a wheel head thing. Yeah. Maybe. I'm not trying to exaggerate. I'm just saying that like the general idea is don't point your wheels towards the other guy when you're whipping over a jump. You know, I know when you're going up it, there's probably some times where you're like, ah, oh, crap, if I'm going to whip, I got to do it this way because of the way they were coming over it. Yeah. Or just which way you're more comfortable, but. I, I was just more surprised by the fact that both of them were like, ah, fuck it, and just <laughs> whipped into the direction. You know, one of them doing it, that's one thing. But both of them, I just I just would have assumed that's much more of an ingrained rule. Well, and I wrote it off as a really dumb incident for both of them. The weird part was, is who would have guessed them going up? Because neither one of them drifted either way. They mm-hmm. both went dead straight. But who would have thought that they both would have whipped or scrubbed that hard? to close up like a gap like that mm-hmm. you know what i mean like that it's just some of those things that you just don't think of man like that shouldn't have it shouldn't have happened i'm glad i got to see it and i'm glad cooper is all right because yeah that could have been way worse for him well that's that's just that's a fairy tale wreck man that that's the stuff that like you're joking about or like somebody that's brand new to the sports like are they going to hit each other in the air? <laughs> you know? Yeah, right. Especially like, super guys are like, are they just going to run each other midair? Never yeah. happens. Never happens. No. But well, it just did. And we does. got to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It does. And not only did they like hit each other, it was that magical thing where like, well, then you get to explain the physics of like the gyroscopic effect of the wheel and like why it really made it that big of a deal. Because like oh, they yeah. just tapped, but he just ruined yeah. his whole thing. That and they're both spinning the same way too, which mm-hmm. was weird. Like, I, it, it was, it was pretty cool. Like I said, even I'm glad Coop was all right and he still managed to kind of battle his way back. But watching him try to save that bike in the air also was pretty spectacular. That he didn't just immediately bail out. Yeah, you know, just watching him try to salvage whatever he could and he almost had it dude. he was so close i thought he was gonna ride away for a second i was like oh man he got a little squirrely but we're good yeah. oh never mind he's eating the dirt dude <laughs> <laughs> yeah even when Millville, even when the chatapult <laughs> in the in the place where two guys ran into each other midair side by side oh yeah and that's uh th- like the weird part was is i i felt for him because like he popped up and he flipped his visor up and he looked like damn it, I almost had that, you know? Like, I was so close. <laughs> like, it was, yeah. 
I don't know. That was such a weird wreck. It was it was pretty entertaining though, you know. And it's uh, <laughs> I don't know. It was uh, it was definitely a weird one. That but, was a good moto though. Oh yeah, in general. You know what else is crazy that I just noticed looking at these, except for Eli, the Suzuki's are beating most of the other Kawasaki's in the field. And just the motor or the well this week, but I haven't looked overall. I'd imagine it's really the only other one up there would be Sin Cirillo. Yeah, Sin Cirillo is the only other um Cali guy in the top fifteen. The rest of it's KTM and uh Yamaha's. Yeah, but like if you look Yeah. Oh, and the championship points I was talking about. And you got two Suzuki's in the top fifteen championship points. Oh yeah, well that's uh Rod Bell showed up on a Kawasaki, um, and he, it, it, it's not seventeenth and twentieth are the next closest ones. The rest of them are all dominated, man. Which is weird, because like you don't expect that, especially it during Supercross. It seemed like half the field was green. Now they're not. There was one class. Was it the 450 class that was the the Kawasaki class? Because there was one. There was one class that you could see all the non factory guys, like all the privateers. Yeah, were Kawasaki, was, and then there was one class where the not with the privateers were all KTM, and I can't which one was which. But you could see it on you like the colors. You're right on the on the broadcast. Yeah. Whenever whenever the privateers were out there, it was all one color. Yeah, and I just can't remember which one was which. And that's. Uh, I did hear a rumor that, you know, how Kawasaki does the team green deals, like their contingency or whatever, that Mm -hmm. they were having issues with that. So I wonder if maybe like all the Supercross guys or something like that soaked up a bunch of it. But I did hear where they were denying dealers team green stuff. Mm. So I wonder if maybe that was a, uh, if that has something to do with it. You know, um, I don't know what kind of contingency KTM has if they do have anything like that. I know they have the Orange Brigade, but I don't know how deep it rolls. Uh, Yamaha has a good contingency program. Suzuki I think they had some good to, contingency last year. Did they? But I don't remember this. I haven't heard anything about it this year. Suzuki used to be the shit with contingency. They used to be the best ones, like when I was growing up and stuff. But we all know how that went uh, in the last yeah. two years. But I, I don't know, and it's weird because, like, you remember Kawasaki switching over to their own motorcycle division away from their heavy equipment mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Like, I, I wonder if it's all connected, man. You know, just sitting there from thousands of miles away, connecting some dots, kind of following the money type of deal. You know, I wonder if if something happened within that, but it's just weird that there doesn't seem to be that many Kawasaki's outside, let alone that many Kawasaki's even making the race, dude. So. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's Yamaha's and it might just be, you know, too, and it could be something like that, but then it could also just be something where maybe contingency is about the same, or maybe Yamaha finally stepped up just enough to where maybe if it's even $250 off, everybody's, everybody's more on the, I want to be on a Yamaha, you know, if I'm going to ride a, a privateer bike without a lot of work, 
I want to ride the Yamaha. Who knows? Yeah, that's uh, I don't know. It's it's there's just a weird. Ton of Yamahas in there. Yeah, well, there's a lot of there's not even that many Hondas to be honest mm -hmm. with you either. It's all uh, KTM's and Yamahas or KTM umbrella bikes and Yamahas. It's kind of weird. I wonder if the Hondas has to do with mix of contingency and then maybe the privateer guys just not being comfortable enough with that new bike this year where nobody wants to jump on it just yet for the privateer program. Well, that's with most contingencies. Parts, with most, yeah, shit. With most contingencies that I've ever dealt with, it's usually like a you have to have a the newest. Well, within like two or three model years of the current year. So a lot of them are two years. Some of them were three some years, but so it's I can't imagine that being it. You know. Oh, no, I was just saying that not necessarily contingency related to the bike. I was just saying with the new model, guys, not, oh, not, yeah. just not wanting to ride it. The new model, not being as comfortable with the new model, maybe. Yeah, I don't no know. reason to jump on the brand new bike just yet or something. But even then, they could still race last year's bike. Yeah, I don't know. A lot of different factors there, but it would be cool to know that kind of stuff. Yeah, and that's, I, I don't know it. <laughs> uh -huh. <laughs> but other than that, um, I mean, they were, they were pretty straightforward races, man. They weren't bad. You know, they were, they were pretty good. It was another entertaining weekend. Uh, the we second got 450 one was not bad after, after Kenny got around Justin Barsha in that pass, that was a pretty sick pass to watch, um, live to watch him. The first time it happened, it was a, holy shit. He just literally slung shot around him on the corner, feet on the pegs, just at the bottom of that corner going all the way around. But then you watch the replay. I don't want to take it away from Kenny. He was going faster than Justin Barsha through that corner. But Justin Barsha did have that little bit of the breaking bump bobble going in before he started turning that slowed him down a good bit. So it just made it the pass that much more exaggerated. But that was a hell yeah. of a pass that he had on there. And after that, he, you know, he relatively ran away with it. Um, Dylan Francis went down once. You know, still caught up to AP. We went over that. Dylan actually, yeah, he went down twice in that moto. Um, he about seventh place. Where did he end up finishing that one? He ended up in fifth. Yeah, with a few minutes left to go, he still had, he would only made his way up to seventh. Um, Tomac was still doing pretty good. Where did he end up finish? Yeah, fourth. Yeah, so he didn't make, but he got up to fourth with about eight minutes left, and that was about. All he had, he just couldn't catch up to um, Kenny, Justin, and Dylan, which yeah. is kind of what you'd expect. Um, and Barsha wasn't really going much slower than Kenny either, but Kenny was just had a slight hair on him each time. And I don't know if that was because Barsha just realized he didn't quite have anything, didn't want to risk possibly losing the overall by doing something stupid to try to catch Kenny when he didn't need to. Um, yeah, but man, um, that was good. Oh, and Savachi put in a good ride. He was he was uh, making it hard for Dylan and Christian to pass him, which was kind of exciting. You know, he's yeah. been getting pretty feisty about his results and not being excited about what he's done. So that was kind of cool to see him be like, "Fuck you guys!" <laughs> I'm yeah. like, you know, if you're gonna get around me, you got to fucking work for it, which was oh, pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, um, I don't like to see anybody give up spots anyway. It's kind of kind of boring 
Oh yeah, because there was some point where somebody was, um, I think maybe it was the second moto or something. Somebody was trying to look for sure. Somebody in the championship hunt was trying to get around somebody, and I was uh, one of the chats I was in. I was talking about. I still remember last year doing Supercross. There was a point where one of the races where Eli was trying to get around Justin Barsha, and Eli was out of the champion or Justin Barsha was out of the championship hunt at that point. Eli wasn't. Yeah, I was in the hunt, and um, I specifically remember like JT got so furious at Barsha for not just letting him around, you know. And it's like these guys are, yeah. I mean, yeah, it was like fourth or fifth or something, but you don't know what his yeah. contract's written like. Granted, he's probably more likely to know what his contract was like. But there's just when you're up there, you don't just, just yeah. Let the guy go around you. You're not just out there just like, oh, let's just roll the dice well, and see where I end up. You know, like, I'm fucking fighting for this. You know, I need I need these people to see just as how bad uh, I'm going to work for it as anybody else, right? And yeah. You know, just let him go. And so, yeah, it was, you know, cool to see Savachi be like, yeah, well, I know Dylan's faster than me, but I'm going to make him fucking work for it. JT also comes across kind of as a tool bag sometimes, yeah, too. Yeah, sometimes so. he does. Yeah. I don't want to get too focused on him specifically like saying that, but it's just that, you know, that's a a thing. I remember that incident and then seeing it too. I I do kind of hope sometimes I, you know, want to hear him like, see something like that happen this weekend and then hear what his opinion on it. So I can be like, but that one time, yeah, that one time you said this, you dick, just Um, call in and be like, listen here, guy. Yeah. I caught (laughs) you. I caught you. You and you're changing opinions. You're not allowed to change opinions over the course of time. It's impossible. Um, yeah, so it's just really cool to see Savachi doing that because you know I'm a big, not a big Savachi, not the biggest Savachi fan, but I'm a I'm a fan of seeing seeing what he's doing. And and it, like I said, if you haven't got to watch it yet, go find some highlights of Justin Barsha doing crazy shit in both motos on that track. It was oh, exciting. Yeah. I guess he's got a new vlog out. Koto tagged us in. I didn't watch it yet. I was on my way home, but oh yeah, that was the new one from this weekend. I guess yeah, I didn't even got to watch his Redbud one yet. Or whatever. Supposedly, I didn't even know he had them, a blog, dude. Like, I think rest. I think Redbud was the first one. Oh, it's was not it? a yeah. It's not a long running thing like Dino or AC or anything. But I think Redbud was his first one. Yeah, but I, I did need to give him a try. Dinos are pretty entertaining. That dude definitely seems like he can have a pretty decent time. Yeah, he did good this weekend too. See what we got as far as standings. Let's get rid of this chat. Clickety clack. Uh, let's see. We got old Veranda still sitting in first place with 262, 32 points behind Ken Roxon. Uh, he definitely could have used at least that one point. Uh, but <laughs> we got Justin Barsha third place with 207. Tomac closing in the gap on him. With two oh five, does Tomac get Barsha this year? They're both riding pretty Ooh, decent. Man, I don't know. I think Barsha's been pretty consistent, but I think Barsha's ahead of Tomac right now because of Tomac's shit first three rounds or two rounds, yeah. three rounds. And so, I mean, I don't know. That I think, and let's I think, be honest. Tomac anyways, is more of a contender to win. Uh, a single moto than Barsha is also. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think it'll keep it interesting because right now I could imagine that Barsha has got some sort of extra 
top three championship bonus type thing. Yeah. Going. And he's probably going to want to fight for that. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. Well, that and when was the last time he was in the top three for outdoors anyway? Yeah. And I think I think he's got a better chance at it than Chase does. Granted, AP could come back strong. He's he's only down in sixth because of that uh, second moto last weekend. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's you know, he, only... could, he could string together some stuff and end up being up there, but. Yeah, there's I'd only two points Tomac. separating them, so that could yeah. turn out to be a pretty decent little clash, especially because they find each other on the track pretty often. Oh yeah, yeah, it'll be it'll be exciting to watch either way. Oh yeah, and that's uh, well, we got old Christian Craig, the old 450 wonder, like wonder when the hell he learned how to ride a 450 outdoors so well, dude. Uh, like, uh, 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 <laughs> you know. <laughs> Dude, he's been killing it this year, man. You've been sitting it's... on that all weekend? No, I just thought of it, oh, actually. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's, I mean, where's he's he? He's been doing pretty good, man. He hasn't been this good in years past that I remember. I well, haven't ever really he, looked out for him, but he still wasn't doing too hot the first few rounds. He was doing about like what he did last year when he was hovering around, you know, ninth, tenth ish. But then yeah. uh, there was that one weekend where he just came out and he's like, I'm tired of getting 10th. And all of a sudden since then, he's been killing it, except for second round last weekend when he didn't do his hot. But he just wasn't yeah. hot in general last weekend because he fucking ate it during qualifying. Oh, and, yeah. Um, you know, knocked himself a little silly. Yeah, that's – and then we got – Cooper, seen Cirillo, and Musquin rounding out the top ten. I see. Uh, Look at the two Suzukis in the top fifteen, man. I know that's what I'm saying. That's exciting. I'm excited to see uh, Brandon consistently. This is three weekends in a row now. He's uh, been in the top fifteen. I still stand strong in my. The Suzuki is probably the best handling bike on the track, especially right off the showroom floor. It is one of the best handling bikes. And the way that they are prepping these tracks with a good handling bike, you can do some damage, man. Yeah. And, and well, I still remember showing it. The old Freddie and Max were killing it last year on the Suzuki's. They were up there oh, yeah. quite a few times. Um so I definitely think it's something. I'm just excited to see Brandon. You know, he was having some really crappy first few rounds, and all of a sudden something clicked, and now he's getting confidence building and building and building, being in the top three. He's had some crappy years, man, to be honest with you, since he, well, he switched. That's... Well, it's a, just a – well, this year, yeah. He did. He, has, he was not doing hot in Supercross, and I was really disappointed. Yeah. I was expecting the uh, big old ape like him to be able to have a better time on the 450. Not that this class wasn't hard, but – um, you know, for him to be doing so well last year on that 250, I was expecting for him to be a little bit more of a, I just need more power and I can ride, you know, I can beast the, the bike around type thing. Yeah. But there's also a lot more to it that I don't know. So I'm just excited to see him. He seems happier in his post-race interviews. Um, he's doing better. So, yeah. Oh yeah. Good for the Suzuki's. Yeah, definitely. That's, uh, I mean, I'm a big Suzuki fan. Ran them forever. Still love them. If I could ever find a 125 RM125 that's not six grand, I would probably get it. Although that new 2022 
YZ125 is looking. I think that would look pretty pristine in my garage also. Yeah, yeah. But, blue. The blue would look really good with the rest yeah. of the blue. Yeah, the rest of... Well, I have one bike that's blue. <laughs> <laughs> my other Yamaha is red, man. Like, it's weird. But... Yeah. Yeah. yeah who's counting? <laughs> it goes forward. <laughs> but other than that, I don't have... There's not much really going on it'll be interesting to see if if roxon brings that fire again next weekend but i still don't think he has much i think if anybody has anything for ferrandis it's tomac but tomac's too far back in points to make it worth it you know what i mean yeah but as far as like sheer speed and the ability to handle a bike i think it's uh, tomac is the only one that can match ferrandis right now um Roxon has its moments, but I, the way they've been prepping the tracks where they get kind of chewed up, but it's kind of make your own line type of deal. It's mm-hmm. definitely favors those two guys more than I think it does anybody else in the field. So, yeah, I think we will see. Uh-huh. I'm excited. I'm oh, excited yeah. To see the rest of them. Where are we at next? We're going up to Washington, aren't we? Washugo. Washugo. That'll be interesting. Sick. uh, Humble pie. Gear. Oh. They got an Ellie uh, (laughs) gear set. I think that Troy Lee's going to do this weekend. And then uh, it'll be kind of cool. Hopefully he goes out there and performs in it. So it's not a big bust. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I I hope he does, but at the same time, I still can't get rid of my Barsha outdoors. Is weird being even his name coming up is still weird to me. But I don't know. He's having fun, fun man. Oh yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm I'm glad. You know, I mean, Yamaha's doing well. He's doing well. Kawasaki's doing eh. You know. It wasn't for Tomac and Shimoda. I don't think Kawasaki would be relevant at all. Suzuki's doing well. The nine million different brands KTM owns is doing pretty decent, you know. So yeah, they got it covered. Yeah, it's a it's a nice mixture at the top of of all the brands. So and who knows? Might be adding another one next year, but we'll see. That's uh. We might have to do a special on that, and if Jesse doesn't, if Jesse doesn't want to do it on, on Thursday, if you don't know, you don't know. You don't know. Yeah, we'll get to it. I'm not trying to jump the gun, uh, but I did. Uh, so last weekend was getting away from motorcycles real quick. Well, still motorcycles, but away from motocross. Um, no motorcycles. Oh, uh, there's motorcycles are my life man so there's always motorcycles don't scare me like that right uh so ohio cross country racing series does a annual youth day where it's a full day of racing where they mix uh gps hair scrambles and obstacle courses and they take what is it the your average for three gps your hair scramble time, and I think it's your average for two runs through the obstacle course, and then they make an overall result out of that. 
and uh me and the wife took the kids up there and, and met up with my buddy brandon uh and i got a interview with his kid during like a rain delay there was a big storm coming in and so the audio is a little wonky because we're inside of an enclosed trailer with like seven kids and it's raining but uh go ahead and and throw that up and give give him his his five minutes of fame that he is he's earned this year man earned this it. yeah i mean this is his first year and just watching him go from his first race where you could kind of tell he's pretty timid to now he's like an attack animal man and he's a great starter maybe he needs to uh go teach joe shimoda how to how to get a start and get a whole shot man but uh i'm gonna play that for everybody real quick and then run down some some local stuff that happened so bear with us if i can figure out how to do it it's bigger, all right so we're here with crew. What are you racing? 90 stock? Yeah. OXCR? Yep. How'd you finish so far today? I got first on my first race and I took it on the inside, tried my hardest, put it to the floor and my second race I didn't have as good as a start but I got, I got third. Somebody ended up passing me on the, on the end of the second lap and I got third. Still sending it though, huh? You didn't let it get to you. She's chasing back down pretty good. Yeah. Close the gap. How do you like this track? I love it. It's my favorite track of the year. <laughs> yeah? It's pretty fast, huh? Yeah. How do you like that tabletop jump? Is it pretty fun? Yes. What's your favorite jump? Tabletop. The tabletop? You don't like that little one where that kid got cleaned out right in front of us? No? That's kind of a weird jump, huh? Yeah, that is a weird jump. That got pretty lucky that that kid didn't hit us, though. Hit that tree right in front of us. Are you pretty, pretty excited for the next rounds? How many more races you got today? I've got two more, but but those for squad, and I have one more, and then electric bike. Electric bike? So you're gonna run the Stace it? Yeah. That big 16? Yep. Oh man, you gonna wheelie it? Oh, bro, a hundred. You gonna rip to the holy on that I'm one? I'm gonna be at the finish being like, duh, duh, duh. <laughs> and just popping wheelies. Oh yeah? What's going on, sweetie? You wanna get by? Okay. <laughs> so how's this rain gonna affect you? You think it's gonna make the track real slick or it sticky? Makes, it makes it better, I like wet. You like the mud? Some of these bikes are pretty quick, man. So it might help out. They'll just blow off the rear tires, you think? I mean, I mean, the DRRs. Yeah. It's going to get pretty soupy, I think. We're down in the bottom of a valley. The track's already pretty hard. I think it'll get soupy. It's pretty hard whenever you go through the jump off and it, like, knocks you down if you don't make the jump. So you knock down. You're either going to flip or you have to roll it. Oh, yeah? I rolled it every time. <laughs> I'd probably roll it too. You jumping higher than I do. <laughs> what yeah, are your What are your predictions for the next races? Get, try to get top top ten. Um, be safe and have fun. Oh yeah. What about Southwick? Who do you think is gonna win two fifties for Southwick today? I think it'd be like Jeremy Martin with a second race back. I 
Justin Cooper maybe? What about 450s? Think old Kenny's gonna get it done? Kenny, Kenny. Yeah? It's either Kenny or, um, Ferrandez? Yeah. The Frenchman? Yeah, the Frenchman. Oh yeah, how do you think, how do you think Plessinger's gonna do? He's been doing good, I give him, I give him a top three finish. Top three again today? I think you might be right. Where do you think you're gonna finish out the day at? Hoping first. Hoping I mean, first? I'm first right now, I'm pretty sure. Are you? With a 1-3, you might be. I don't know where those other two kids finished. They, I think, I think the other kid finished second, I got You'd be tied for points then. Yeah, and then the girl in front of him, I think, got fourth on on the last race. So it's between me and him for number one. Well, you're he, up there. He battled me on Buckram. Oh, did he? Yes. How'd that one turn out? He beat. He got third. I got eighth. I just flipped, and that's why. Oh, that was the track that you flipped at. I saw the video for that. That was pretty crazy. <laughs> well, you're up there with the, the top six kids in your class. You'll probably be racing racing all the fast guys. Are you pretty excited about that? Yeah, I'm just, I'm just hoping I know, I know um, about the first row. I go, like, really fast there and get, like, the first spot. The first and then I'll be able to go back Try to rip them on the holy, do a little cross up. I think you might get it. That's that sounds like a good that, plan. That's what I did last one. Yeah, you got a good start on this last one. That kid just had a shorter line. It worked out pretty good. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're running GNCC. I'm gonna run it next year. Oh yeah? Yeah, because this is my first year. Your first year, you didn't want to run the GNCCs? No, because I'm, I'm, <laughs> I, I, I just get some um, experience. I'm just getting experience, experience and um, on IMCR. Are you excited about GNCC? Oh, yeah? Who's going to win this year? Walker. Walker's going to win? I'll be next year, Bryson or Hunter. Oh, yeah. I've met Bryson before. Oh, yeah? Bryson said he's going to he's gonna still come out to uh, Iron Man and the Burr Oak. Hey. Said he's still gonna come out and hang out with everyone. So if you, if, oh yeah, he's got his knee injury though, so he's done for the season. Maybe I can talk him into uh, letting me take you over to his trailer so we can see it all set up. He's taking his quad and everything. He still got sponsor obligations. Still got to show up. Fans like you, he doesn't want to disappoint you, you know. What what class are you gonna run next year? Um, I'm thinking Raptor 125. The Raptor 125 stock class. Wow. Nice. So are you cool. excited about that? Yes. You excited to go I, I faster? Just, I, just, I just look at the videos and I'm like, holy! <laughs> These guys are fast. They do go pretty fast, huh? What about your dad? Are you gonna try to talk him into running the afternoon class next year with you? I'm, I'm telling. He's, yeah. he's going to Oh, you already talked him into it? Is he pretty excited? You think no, he's gonna no, do no. no he's not. You think he's gonna do good? Yeah. Yeah? I mean he won the championship last year. Yeah, I know. That was pretty sweet, huh? 
Now he's got to race with all the all the big boys in the afternoon, huh? Or he might just do FCCR and, um, and he uh, he'll do FCCR and race Yeah, very true. Anybody you want to thank before we close this thing out? Your parents, my brothers? My dad, mom, my friend Colton, my sister, um, my mom, all these people that came here for me, you. Yeah, me? Yep. It's pretty fun. I like watching you race, man. You're pretty quick. Oh, yeah. You think Tripp's going to race? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. All right, man. Yeah. You think he's gonna race four wheelers with you in a little bit? He'll race one day. Oh yeah, he's excited. Alright, say bye to everybody, man. Bye. <laughs> bye. I'm just like Oh yeah, dude, pure gold, man. I I love going to watch him race. That's uh he's getting good man he's he's gonna be a terror on the track and in, in the coming years he's uh he's one of the youngest in his class already he's ripping whole shots and i mean this last weekend he pulled a whole shot and then got stuck when i think he went a lap down and still battled back to get sixth out of like man i think there was like 12 12 kids on the lead lap he still battled back to get sixth. I mean, he's a terror on that thing, dude. He's fast. That's pretty good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and he's just running a little TRX 90, you know. A lot of these kids have been running them. So the age group that he's racing in is like 7 to 12, um, and that's, uh, that's a pretty big experience gap, you know, talking at least five years uh, of experience for a lot of these kids. So it's, it's great to see, man. I, I love – the i love watching a lot of the the youth uh racers run that uh sunday i think i was there for like 12 hours man and i the first four four hours i was there i think we were just going around talking to all the kids hanging out having fun i think i picked up more mini quads and pushing mini bikes out of mud holes than most people will probably do like their whole adult life and that's the one bad thing about the little kids is it just because there's a puddle it doesn't mean stop dude they'll bury that thing right down to the frame and you're trying to pick it up and a lot of them don't get off so you're trying to pick up the quad and them while they're just sitting there hammering the gas trying to get free it's great time man that's uh oh yeah that's if you ever get a chance to uh go to a cross-country race get there early and watch the kids go man how how they how some of these kids ride is it's outstanding. Like it's astonishing is, is really what I would say, you know, and that's, it's, uh, I'm going to try to keep getting interviews with, with kids and stuff like that. And kind of, I don't know, need to bring some more youth into it. So, yeah, it is. It does help when you, kids see other kids doing it. Oh too. yeah. Especially yeah. If you, there's any of the, the little, little ladies out there. Yeah, that's a well funny story. <laughs> there was, uh, so there was a, a pretty bad wreck uh, right by where we were standing this last weekend at East Fork, and we got the uh, it, it was a little girl that hit a tree. Uh, we got her uh, 
pulled off the track, you know, she was fine. She just took the bars to the hip, you know, and that never feels good. I don't care if you're like a seven year old girl or a 37 year old man, you take bars to the hip. It, it's gonna hurt dude period end of story <laughs> you know and it's uh so we got got her all pulled off the track and and fixed up and everything and i turned around and there was somebody else coming down the hill and I, it was the last last so i'm like yeah go buddy go and she stops her quad looks at me dead in the eyes and goes i'm a girl and then just hammers the gas again and i'm like <laughs> my bad <laughs> you know like get it i'm just i'm just trying to be on this hype train you know like <laughs> but it was it's pretty awesome there's a i have seen a, a big influx of of women and girls racing not only motocross but also like cross country uh doing some of the um like the endurance races out west and stuff like that <laughs> oh it's uh <clears throat> I've seen a uh, a pretty big influx in it, man, and it's it's nice to see because I mean these sports really are for anybody. It doesn't mm -hmm. matter, you know. So it, it's good to see a, a a big change like that. So or a big influx. I wouldn't even say a change. So yeah, it's well, it cool. just helps helps them, you know, when they see everybody else like them doing it too. You know, if they feel like they're <laughs> yeah, you know, if they think and it's that's... like oh, it's just for you know little boys and like, I oh, know it's not, you know, yeah. Look, here's, the, just for, here's other people. Just for people that a fast. Yeah. Which That's is a, and I feel like that was kind of a, uh, that was kind of a stigma in our sport there for a while too, is it was just, it just kind of turned into like a upper middle class white boy sport, you know? And it, it's, it's coming back because I remember growing up, it was anybody. It didn't matter if you had five bucks in your pocket or 500,000, you know, if mm -hmm. you had a dirt bike, you show up and you race. And then it kind of got away from that for a little while. And, and now it's starting to come back again, you know, and I, I'm glad to see it coming back. So the more people, the merrier, you know, I bring them all. Yeah. I don't care if I even know your name, you know, I'll, I'll help you change a tire, put fuel in your, fuel your bike or your quad, man. I don't care if I'm standing there not doing anything, you know? So it's, uh, and there's a lot of people like that at the, at the racetracks, dude. So it's, it's good to see. It's a, it's a great family environment. If you've never been to like a local race and taking your family and stuff, it's, it's a great, it's a good environment, man. So just got to keep trying to grow it. Everybody wants to go fast, burn a little race gas, dude. So damn straight. Oh yeah. But that's really all I got. So if you are, uh. If you're perusing the old uh, YouTube and you want to see uh, some more of Crew and Brandon's videos, I, let me look up his YouTube tag. I think it's called Carter Family. Uh, make sure that I, I got it all correct. I don't like giving out bad things. I have it. And I my kids watch them all the time. I can't believe I can't remember this. So what happens when I just make stuff up on the go. Sometimes it sticks. Oh, yeah. Where did I put it at? I follow too many channels. I will say while you're pulling it up. Uh, oh, the ahead. Carter Kids. Yeah, it's called the Carter Kids. 
So C-A-R-T-E-R kids, the Carter kids. And it has a lot of uh, like his youth races and, and uh, their other kid trip riding his Strider bikes and, and uh, his little Stasics. And then their daughter, Mazzy, does a, a bunch of equestrian stuff, which is pretty cool to watch, too. So go ahead and give him a follow, you know, follow, follow crew on his way up through the ranks of ATV cross country racing. Sorry to cut you off, man. No, that's fine. I was going to fill in while you were looking there. I just saw, um, while we were doing the show a few minutes ago, well, Caleb Russell posted an update. He's, uh, he's calling it quits for the season. Oh, is he not, not going how he wanted it to go and, um, it was like a six and a half minute long video. I, I haven't watched it all yet, but uh, he's calling calling it quits. Damn, we're not dude. breaking the news, but this is breaking news. You know what the worst part is? Is he could probably still take that Red Bull KTM, show up at a like a sprint enduro series, and still probably win it, mm-hmm. and then turn around and still qualify for the ISDE. He just wasn't having good luck on the moto track this year, man. And it, or I would like to see him and like Ryan Sipes link together. Oh yeah, do some do some events with him. What is yeah. it? I think Sipes is. What race is he jumping on the four fifty four? I saw it on his Instagram. Yeah, he was. He's got something. Uh, that he. That was a great face, dude. You look like a baby bird trying to get a worm or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Worms um, in the mouth. <laughs> with Shugel. He's coming. Sipes is uh, supposedly going to be on the 450 this weekend at Washugal. I saw that the other day. He posted that. Is he filling Tuesday. in for somebody? No, I think they're just letting him ride the gas gas out there at Washugal on the 450. Dude, that's a long way for him to go from Kentucky because he only lives like an hour and a half or something like that away from me. That's yeah. a long drive, dude. That's like, that's over half the country. Why wouldn't they just let him run it at Iron Man? <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. A lot more yeah. trees. I don't know. Maybe he feels at home. Yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, Iron Man has a lot of trees too. <laughs> it's, uh, but I don't know. That's, uh, we're gonna have to keep our eye out on that one. I, I'm a big the general fan. I mean, not the insurance, but the guy. He's the goat, dude. I don't care what anybody says on two wheels. That dude is probably the greatest of all time overall with everything. So you can argue with me, but I'll probably just ignore you and keep saying he's the goat. Just and to let your you guys argument know. is invalid because nobody else has tried. So <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But uh other than that. Uh, oh shit! You know what we forgot to do? The Sunstar Drive of the Race. We've got Aaron Plessinger plus thirty-one, Joe Shimoda with uh, plus thirty-three. That's, that was basically uh, from one moto. That wasn't even a double moto, right? That was just a one moto from him. Uh, yeah, it was pretty close. It's uh, he didn't add too much for the uh, the other moto. He uh, twenty twenty-three in one moto. That's pretty, yeah, pretty damn solid. Yeah, and Plessinger wasn't too far behind him with that either. That I think it was the second moto. He battled back quite a bit where he, he fell over with uh, him and Ferrandez. They both just charged back up. So that's uh, love to see it, man. 
I don't like seeing either one of them get bad starts or get taken out towards the beginning of the race, but I guess if it's going to happen, it might as well happen at the beginning. Might yeah. as well. Oh, yeah. And the uh, the bro taco sauced it. I'm saying Tomac, man. That uh, Nothing bad. He surprised me. Coming from way back up to the front. I thought that was pretty good. Hmm. Ooh, sauced it moment. Hmm. You know, I don't even know. I want I, I might have to just default to the giant two fifty pile up. I don't think it was necessarily anybody's fault, but that or was kind of. Or I could though. go back and yeah, that was that was the big sauce pot moment. I'm gonna call that my bro taco sauce pot moment. <laughs> the sauce pot, yeah. just throwing all the two fifties in the pot. <laughs> yeah, everybody's helping making some radberry there, just sauce pot. They just kept coming. You're like, all right, it's probably done. And then like oh. two more bikes would pile on, and then you're like, okay, there can't be any more. And speaking then speaking of, hold on a second, what was it? I made I've made notes of this. You reminded me. Um the two awesome GL quotes of the weekend. First one. Both of these legit quotes from Grant Langston. <laughs> if you're gonna ride me hard, I'm gonna ride you just as hard. Oh yeah. Context not needed. Second one, literally, I don't even remember the context for this one, but he it was he is coming. <laughs> <laughs> just wanted to finish the show off with that. I think Langston Weege in the booth is it makes the outdoors so much better. You know, it I, I like listening to those guys. Just I don't get cynical about we about GL's silly stuff like that. Like that, there was yeah. a moment where I'm just like, oh, I want that retard up in the booth or anything like that. Like that to me, that's just funny because it's GL. Like it's he probably accent, laughed about bro. It. yeah. Well, this accent too, but he probably <laughs> laughed about it. Like anybody oh, else, yeah. yeah. With the with the the latter quote, anybody's accent, it might not have like caught my ear as well. But, you know, like, I don't know if Ralph would have said that would have been like, fucking Ralph would have dumped up. Oh, or, yeah. you know, something like, I would have been way more cynical about G.L. I can laugh because I can just imagine him like chuckling to himself after he says it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Him and Weeds just look at each other like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, exactly. Yeah. Oh, man. Other than that, man, let's go ahead and get this show on the road. Got the Pro Taco hot sauce www.protacofoods.com use code PTTG Sean will hook you up with 20% off your order and he's pretty quick shipping stuff out and don't forget the Radberry, not Raspberry we're not boring at Bro Taco Radberry sauce is coming out in August I saw him picking a bunch of raspberries uh, he's been putting stuff together if you don't follow him on social media but you want to know when everything drops go ahead and hit that like follow button subscribe I social media is a little bit too much for me. Just for the sweet post he put up. Even oh if you yeah. Don't care when the Radberry drops, you or should, you're though. already on the email list. You should. Yeah. His 100%. posts every day are quality. Oh yeah. Also, Sunstar Sprockets and Chains, SunstarDashBreaking.com. Use code PTTG30 during your checkout to get thirty percent off your order. Uh, stop on over to powertothegroundcom hit the contact us and tell Jesse a funny story or a dad joke just because just make also, his day. Oh yeah. Also this podcast is powered 
by Nova Pro Media. That is novapro.media. There's no .com. There's no .net, no .org. We're .media. So go ahead, stop over to novapro.media. Get all your media and marketing needs fulfilled. They're great, great guys over there. So we'll, uh, with that, I don't have much else, man. You got anything else? Washougal, we're almost to the end of the month of July motos. Oh, yeah. I want to see if anybody can go through those whoops better than Press and Bow's Flug. If you don't know what I'm talking about, look up Press and Bow's Flug, Washougal, whoops on YouTube, and you're going to say, what the fuck did I just watch? I think that was amazing. Need to throw that into the old Discord. Uh, I will. Just, you know, hey, because I doubt you understand what the words he just said were other than Washougal and whoops. Um, oh, Preston <laughs> Bo's flug, man. His yep, last still. name is kind of, it took me a while to learn how to say his last oh, name. Oh, that's a name. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. I didn't realize it was two words, the first and the last oh. name. I thought Yeah. <laughs> I got you, bro. I'll drop Anyways. it in Discord. Also Come join us forget, in Discord. Yeah, join us in Discord because Jesse is working out a way for you to like live call into the show through our Discord, and it'll probably be a lot like the same way how I just played the uh what you call it that video um where i can share the audio and stuff like that dude my brain is fried man it, it's late <laughs> and it was a long weekend oh yeah that and i have like i'm a little thin up top and the top of my head's all sunburnt so wearing a hat and my <laughs> and my headphones it's like it's bothering me so uh, jump on the Discord. We're going to start doing live call-ins through the Discord so that you guys can call in and talk to us uh, rather than just sitting there trying to trying to text or whatever. Uh, we are going to try to hook that up because uh, we all all about the fans. I mean, that's the only reason we're here is because we're Moto fans. That's, yeah. It's, so keep your eye out for that. Uh, and it'll be a great opportunity for you to call in and either talk about what we're talking about or call us both stupid or make fun of us. I don't care. I'll, I'll go along with it. Uh, either way, we will catch you next week. Same time, 630 Monday afternoon. And we're going to talk about Washougal. And the, the month of Moto. Oh, yeah. The month of Moto. We'll catch you all later, though. Have a good night and a good week. And if you do go out and ride this weekend, videotape it, drop it to Discord, send us pictures. I like to see it. So I'll be out racing this weekend. But you going to race the GS, dude? <laughs> no, no. From like Starbucks to Tim Hortons or something, maybe? <laughs> Isn't that what you do on GSs? I thought that's what they were for. I don't no, know. No, no. no, from Starbucks uh, to Starbucks. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Makes sense. Yeah, start All, right. <laughs> All right. We'll see you guys later. Peace out. Peace out.